Hello, my Worth It listeners. Welcome back to Work 365 Podcast, where I am the host, Sheila Rhodes. I am so glad to be back. I've been gone for a while, and I miss you guys. I um, had knee replacement surgery, and I am back on track and moving like I need to move. So today, our topic is, how does it feel to accomplish your dream? Today, I have a special guest, but before I introduce our guest, let me share our positive affirmation for the day, which is, I am totally committed to my dream. Do I need to repeat that? I am totally committed to my dream. Also, let's get into our empowerment nugget. I'm going to share with you seven steps to activate your dream, and this is by Chris Widener. First, you're going to dream it. Everything begins in the heart and mind. Every great achievement begins in the mind of one person. They dared to dream, to believe that it was possible. Two, you got to believe it. Yes, your dream needs to be big. It needs to be something that is seemingly beyond your capabilities, but must be believable. You must be able to say that if, if certain things take place, if others help, If you work hard enough, though it is a big dream, it can still be done. Now remember that. Third, see it. The great achievers have a habit. They see things. You know how you imagine stuff and you just kind of, you can envision it. Well, they see things. They picture themselves walking around their CEO office and their their new 25 million corporate headquarters, even while they are sitting on a folding chair or in their garage. Quotations, their headquarters. So that's what that's what you have to do. You have to see it. Number four, tell it. One reason dreams never go anywhere is because the dreamer keeps it all to himself. It is a quiet dream that only lives inside of his mind. The one who wants to achieve their dream must tell the dream to many people. One reason, as we continually say, say it, we begin to believe it more and more. And then another reason, it holds us accountable. It holds us accountable. So tell it to someone. Five, plan it. Every dream must take the form of a plan. Your dream won't just happen. You need to sit down on a regular basis and plan out your strategy for achieving the dream. Think through all the details, even the little ones. Break the whole plan down into small, workable parts. Then set a time frame to accomplish each task on your dream plan. And then six, work it. Ah, this is is the one I like, work it. The, The successful are usually the hardest workers. Here's an equation to consider. Say your shirt, your short-term task multiplied by time equal your long-term accomplishments. And if you work on it each day, eventually you will achieve your dream. I'd like that. You got to work it. And then seven, enjoy it. When you have reached your goal and you are living your dream, be sure to enjoy it too. Give yourself rewards along the way. Give yourself a huge, re- a, um, huge reward when you get there. Help others enjoy it. Be gracious and generous 
and use your dream to better others. I think that's the thing that I love the most. Don't just hold on to this stuff, keeping secrets, not doing. Show others how you got there and help them to get where they need to get to. Then go back to number one and dream a little bigger this time. Those are my um, nuggets for today. Now, our special guest, I'm kind of excited about because that person is related to me. She is one of my daughters who is a twin. Her name is Sarita Wolf, and she is an esthetician. And I want her to share with you all today how it felt for her to accomplish her dream. This is something that she recently accomplished, but I know she had been talking about it for a while. So, Sarita, introduce yourself and tell us something about your business and who you are, where you started, all of those things. Hello, Worth It listeners. My name is Sarita Wolf. As she said, I am the owner of Psy Skincare. Um, so let me give you a little backstory on my name, Psy Skincare, and that's S-E-Y-E. Um, that stands for She Evolves Your Ego. Um, part of the reason why I got into the beauty industry is mainly about just lifting up other women, building confidence, making them feel good about themselves. One, just once year, well, years ago, you know, I used, I wasn't always as confident as I was. A lot of people don't believe that, but it is true. I was, I wasn't very confident, but I always had that passion to help other people. I always had a passion for beauty, anything, beauty, fashion, uh, skincare, I went to school 2010 for aesthetics. I actually was only going for the beauty makeup part because I always like to do makeup. Like since high school, I used to teach my friends how to put on eyeliner, eyeshadow. I would try to do my own eyebrows. And I remember once I did my eyebrows and my aunt was like, who did your eyebrows like that? I was like, I did. She was like, well, can you do mine too? So and it just started there. But I've always just had to think about making others feel good about themselves so mainly when I think about my business it's not really for me it's for that little girl out there who doesn't think that she's pretty or that woman who just thinks that she doesn't like the way she looks what she looks like when she looks in the mirror so I and I recently just realized after I quit my corporate job and started my business that that guy had a bigger purpose for me than just to be an esthetician because each person that steps into my business they they always have seem to have a story it always turns into some type of session where I'm lifting somebody up or giving them advice and I and I just realized that this purpose was way bigger than skin it was but I've always dreamed about having my own business I always dreamed and I, and like she said I, I it started out with just dreaming I would just dream about what I would do if I had my own business and how I would run it and then it's, I would tell people all the time I'm gonna have this I'm gonna have that I'm gonna have my own lip gloss line I'm gonna have this I'm gonna have that I would talk about it all the time I'm even though I'm going on I'm almost 40 I'm not 40 yet but 
I soon working in the corporate world, I realized that I didn't want to have to be held responsible for somebody else's business when I had all of these talents. And I was like, why do I want to keep pouring myself into somebody else when I have, I can pour, use all of that energy to pour it into my own business. Yeah, and I went to school in 2010, but I didn't get my esthetician's license until two years ago. Yeah, I procrastinated a little bit, you know, with kids and, you know, trying to provide for them. As a single mother, before I got married, I put my dreams on the back burner, but they were still there. I didn't, I didn't let go of them. Didn't they were up. still there. I didn't give up. And then one day I got laid off from my job we got merged in with another company and it was like no we're not gonna get rid of you guys we're gonna keep you and keep you and then out of nowhere that was like well you all got so many months to be here and I was like you know what I'm not gonna let nobody be let my myself to be just disposable like that well I have to think about you know you work for a company for so many years and you put in work and they just decide they want to sell and then you just got to go start all over again I don't like to start over I like to get somewhere where I can settle and build and grow and then I was like, you know what? Let me go get my, I'm going to go get my esthetician's license. I went to school all those years and I know that's what I want to do. So I, I studied for my test and I went and took my esthetician's test, my theory test. I passed that the first time. Then we drove all the way to Knoxville to take the second portion of my test. I passed that the first time. So then right then and there, I knew that it was my time to finish. And then after that, I slowly worked on starting my own business. And that's where I came up with size skincare. And in my business, I do, I offer, uh, services like facials, waxing, chemical peel, lashes, brow tinting, and things like that. And my door is always open, so even if you want to just come and sit, sometimes my clients, they come and sit and they watch movies with me and they will sit and talk and drink tea. My door is always open. If you just need somebody to come and talk to me, it's always open. Well, I want to ask you a question, and I think this is a question that other people may have and don't ask, but a lot of times people think a facial is makeup. Could you explain to them what a facial is? What does that entail? So a facial, it's not makeup. Facial is just a, just like a restoration of just restoring your skin. So a lot of people don't know, and some people do, your skin has several layers of skin, but your skin also sheds. So you want to make sure that you're polishing all of that dead skin away and also making sure you're keeping your skin moisturized and cleansing it properly so that you have that good cell renewal because a lot of people think hey we don't need facials because we have good skin yeah we do some I crack black don't crack sometimes but uh <laughs> <laughs> we sometimes don't use the right type of products because even though I think sometimes we just settle for what we see if it doesn't look a certain way we feel as though it's not okay but once you actually go in and you strip that dead skin away and you see how much more polished your skin look and you be like okay I didn't realize how much my skin needed this or I didn't realize how much my skin was dehydrated even though sometimes 
you might say, okay, well, my skin sometimes gets dry or sometimes it's oily. That's not okay because that oil backs up into your pores. And you're thinking that, that you're glowing, but you really just need to, you need a deep pore cleanser. That shine is not always good. You want to have a healthy glow, a healthy polish. So even though even on the on the on the surface it may look good, but sooner or later you it's gonna cause some problems later on if you're not cleaning it properly. Okay. But it does include a you you double cleanse just like a nice cleanser depending on what type of skin you have. Then you exfoliate, and then after a good exfoliation, I it, depending on if you have breakouts, you do a little extractions, and then after extractions, a nice mask. We let that sit for ten minutes. And always have steam. Every all of my clients love the steam. You know, never had steam. You better come see me. And then after the mask, um, I always follow with some good serums, um, which penetrate all the way down to the layers of your skin, to the fourth layer of your skin. Some toner and a good moisturizer, and then you you ready to go. Yes, and I've had my face to under. Uh, it's just it's so relaxing. It feels good. And then when I see myself in the mirror. My skin don't look the same as a prior to me coming. Because even though you put on lotion and put on moisturizer and stuff, that's just covering up. But when it's nice and clean, it did have a different glow. And I was just like, wow. Because most of the time, those are just surface. It's just a surface uh, fix. You're not fixing what's under your skin. You're just fixing what you see. And people think that because I'm putting on lotion, it's just minimize me from looking ashy that fixes the problem gotcha. <laughs> but really you're causing a worse <laughs> a worse problem a worse you're causing a worse problem by just laying on not using the proper products like lotion that's a no no you want to use moisturizer which I learned <laughs> <laughs> and is it true that as you get older your skin changes your skin does change as you get older the environment changes it uh, us women, our hormones can change it. Um, men, they don't really, you don't, you don't, you have minimal things that we have to do for them. They don't go, their body doesn't go through as many changes as us women. So they don't have to have as many products as us, but us women, we, we definitely should get facials and because our body goes through so many changes yes. with hormones and having children and just the environment outside with COVID, having to wear a mask. Uh, if you work outside or if you depend on if you work in factories around a lot of chemicals, that a lot of that comes to play with dealing with and taking care of your skin. Mm. Yeah, those are things that I, I don't think we think about. And does it make a difference when people take different medications how does that affect your skin that definitely affects your skin because different medications can thin your skin different medications can dry your skin out different medications can break your skin out so different medications also affect our skin a lot a lot more than we think and some things you can't some products you can't use when you take different kind of medications because it thins your skin i like i would i don't recommend wax i don't wax anybody who takes uh medications like accutane on mm-hmm. a regular i don't wax them okay so you kind of like they you get that type of information prior to your clients whether they're taking medications and stuff you do all of that prior to servicing them 
I have them fill out a consultation form. Okay. And we sit and we go over and I ask them what their concerns are to make sure they have no allergies, make sure they're not taking certain type of medications that will contraindicate us doing a facial or a wax service. Okay. Well, so what kind of wax services do you do? I do brows. I do lip waxes. I do face wax, legs, underarms, Brazilians, bikinis. Okay, that's good to know. (laughs) So let me ask you a question. How did it feel to accomplish your dream? I don't know. I still feel like I'm in a dream. (laughs) I don't know. It's still new. It's still new. I... It feels good. Even my kids, my daughter, she FaceTimes me and she's like, you just, your skin is just glowing. It's like, you feels good to be stress free, not have to be on anyone else's time and not have to worry about anybody else's problems, but your own and just the freedom to be able to make your own schedule and move when you want to move and do things the way you want to do it. I always said to myself, I don't think that working for somebody is is my thing. I'm not, I I have a problem with people telling me what to do. (laughs) So, (laughs) I think the only person I want to tell me what to do is me. Right. But it it feels good to be able to to accomplish my goals. Every morning, it's like I get constant reminders that this is where you're supposed to be at. And sometimes I, you know, sometimes when things get slow, I get a little discouraged, but God always remind me that that, that don't give up, keep going, it's coming, it's coming. So I just encourage people that if you have a dream, just keep dreaming. It starts out as a dream, but you gotta, you gotta keep holding on to that dream and you gotta talk about it, speak it into existence. I'm like a firm believer of speaking things into the atmosphere so when you speak into the atmosphere that that helps that dream come true as well like the seven steps she was saying like that that's basically almost just like how it was for me I dreamed it and then I believed that it was going to happen and then I could see it I could see it every day every in my dreams and then I would tell people about it Definitely. I would tell everybody about it. And my family always kept me busy. If they, if they was part of my dream, because I, when I tell you, they always had something for me to do. My family is a big part of my business. I'm talk, When I tell you, they boost me up. They come and they make appointments. And people like, if your family don't support you, there's people that you don't know that will. Well, I'm here to say that mine is the exact opposite. Because when people you don't know support don't support you, my family does. And when I tell you they, part of my dream, they, in my transition and become start my own business, they would always, can you do my brows? Can you do my lashes? Can you do my makeup? I think that part of that was what helped keep that dream alive, keeping me busy when I wasn't, you know, doing my uh, regular profession on an every day-to-day basis they would always give me something beauty to do but that helps and also that would help you in improve um your on your techniques yes. so that that's kind of helpful that you have someone oh let me try this let me try that um but i think what people need to also understand i think and i believe that you believe in this is that even though you've reached it there's always still more out there that you kind of keep um, adding to your knowledge, keep growing, keep learning. There's always new things going on. And I think that helps to um, improve your business as well. 
that you have a lot of things to offer other than just the basics. You know, you learn what's going on new. And would you and is that something that you would encourage other people to do as well? I definitely encourage other people to do it as well. Furthering your education because the times they change. Just like fashion, you know, the new style comes and and something new goes away and something new comes into play. There's new trends that come every day and you want to keep yourself refreshed because everybody's out there want to try something new. And they're like, oh, did you see this? Do you know how to do this? I saw this on TikTok or Instagram. (laughs) Do you know how to do this? And and, And me being out of school for so long, there was a lot of different techniques that I didn't no learning in school because it was so many years ago but I found a lot of um I found some people who who had been in the industry for years who actually work in the building I work on who actually took me out of my wing and she was like anytime it's something you want me to show you you can come and sit down with me so I encourage people to get in the room with people who, who who've been in this whatever field you're going in longer than you you don't ever want to be I always say I don't ever want to be the smartest per- person in the room. I want to be the person who I can learn from other people, so that I can be, I can further myself and lift myself up to another level. I don't want to just settle for what I already know. You want to continuously educate yourself and learn new things, learn new techniques, and sometimes you can find something that you're doing that you might be doing. Not it might be a smarter way to do it. You can learn from other people and perfect your techniques all the time. So I definitely encourage people to always further your education. Look out, look for seminars and go to different conferences. Get Facebook has so many different groups for different professions and they always have information that they can provide you to help you with what's going on in your field. So I, I, fought, I have, I'm in a lot of groups that are for solo estheticians and I get advice from them all the time, all the time. Well, that's good because I, I think it's important that you're all that you're willing to learn because you can never know everything. Also, well, how can we reach you or how can we book an appointment with you? Do you have a website? Could you share that information? I do have a website. It's sizeskincarebeautyspa.com. I am also on Instagram. It's you can reach me at they call me Sai underscore they call me Sai, and also on Facebook is Sai Skincare as well. And my regular page, I always post content on there each day. It's you can find me on Facebook under Sarita Wolf. I always post videos, fun videos about skincare, and I always post tips. And that's where you can find me. Okay, so could you spell out Psy once again so they could know? Psy is spelled S-E-Y-E, skincare. Thank you. She evolves your ego. I love to say that. <laughs> That's what Psy stands for. Do you have a website? Skincare at beautyspa.com. Oh, okay, thank you. And so, where, so how do you book for you? How do you book? You can book on all of those platforms. Okay. Um, you can also text me. I am also located in Salons by JC, located on Thompson Lane. In what's Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Okay. Well, we thank you so much for sharing that. And hopefully um, 
someone would have gotten something out of this that could have been um, some valuable information and something that hopefully empowered, you know, someone else. Because a lot of times we really don't, we take, we, we don't. I usually think my skin was just everything because it looks smooth, but I have some moments when my skin is dry and you let me know that I, that I needed a, mo a moisturizer, not lotion, moisturizer. So those, so that was very helpful. And even though you're my daughter, I can learn from you. Um, and I think that's important that we all support, get behind your people, get behind your friends, behind your family. My number one thing is empowering, empower each other. Never think that, oh, you got it all, you this, that. And it's, to me, once you have it, if you don't share it, it means nothing. You're right. It means nothing. So you all, thank you so much for listening. And as I always say, you are worth it 365 days out of the year. Have a blessed week.